Chapter 2 Manchester, November the 14th, 2015 The rain came down like the day before the launch of Noah's Ark. The Catholic priest, hidden beneath a large blue and white golf umbrella, intoned the final words, trying to prevent the water soaking into his Bible. A small group surrounded the open grave. Black suits, black dresses, black umbrellas, all huddled together. As the priest mumbled his words, the grave diggers in their orange high-vis jackets lowered the coffin into the ground. Jane Sinclair was the third person to step forward, picking up a sodden clump of earth and throwing it into the grave. It landed with a loud thump on the lid of the coffin. She said a quiet prayer, an edge to the right, to allow other mourners to throw their lumps of earth. She wouldn't miss the bitch. Her husband's sister had been a pain throughout her marriage. Needy, spiteful, bitter, and those were just her good points. She looked across at her husband, Paul. His eyes were red-rimmed. Despite herself, she felt sorry for him. She knew he would miss his sister. They had both bonded in their early years and remained close right to the end, her cancer bringing them even more close together in that strange way that a pain shared is a pain doubled. There weren't many people at the funeral. Two of her ex-husbands had stayed away, while the last in a sorry bunch was throwing his earth into the grave now, showing no signs of emotion. Luckily, or unluckily, she had never given birth. Perhaps if any of her marriages had been blessed with children, it may have softened her edges, made her less self-absorbed. But Jane knew she could hardly talk, not having children herself. She had blamed the job, her old job. A detective has little time for children. The odd hours, the unpredictable schedule, the shifts, the all-consuming work. But she knew that was just an excuse. The truth was, she never felt comfortable bringing children into a world where there was so much suffering and hate. And now she had left the job. She didn't know if she loved her husband enough to make a child with him. He was still standing there in the rain, with his head bowed. She took his arm and led him away from the grave. They were followed by the other mourners, all nine of them. Her phone rang. Without thinking, she reached into her bag and pulled it out. She didn't recognize the number. Spots of rain were already splashing on the screen. Her husband was looking at her, as if to say, How could you answer the phone at a time like this? Hello? Is that Miss Jane Sinclair? The voice was American, and the amount of static on the line sounded like he was shouting across the Atlantic through a storm. Speaking? She spoke as quietly as she could into the mobile. Good morning, Miss Sinclair. My name is Richard Hughes. You don't know me, but... Her husband let go of her arm and walked away in the direction of the cemetery gates. 
I'm afraid I can't talk right now. No problem, the voice drawled. We saw your advert in Family Tree magazine and would like to arrange a meeting. Tonight at 6 p.m., the Midland Hotel. She began walking after her husband, trying to catch him up. I don't know if- Good, that's arranged. See you in the lobby at 6. Mr. Hughes? Mr. Hughes? The line was dead. She ran after her husband, catching him up as he was getting into the car. Sorry, work, she said feebly. There was no answer.